Well, hello everybody. It is Friday, December the 16th, and welcome to episode 8 of the Garage Cast. I am Michael Ianni Polarchio, Head of Innovation and Strategic Projects here at Branksome Hall, welcoming you. I am podcasting from the garage, our innovation center here at the school, and we have some fun things to talk about. It is a rainy, slushy, blowy kind of morning here in Toronto. I hope wherever you are listening to this podcast that if it is kind of mid-December-like weather for you, you are staying cozy. And if you are somewhere warm and lovely, well, I'm glad to know that the podcast is enjoying some beautiful weather somewhere. A special shout out to my wife and daughter who are listening overseas from Italy, and we will talk a little bit about that. Today's episode, we will cover, since it's the end of the year, almost, and it's the holiday season, and people are buying gifts, we're going to talk a little bit around innovation and gift ideas. Secondly, we are going to talk about a very interesting online education experience that's been out for a while. Um, I've dabbled with it a little bit. I've talked a little bit about this internally before. And today, I want to sort of highlight this online education experience and look at it from an educator's perspective in terms of what does the future look like for what our students may engage with post-secondary. So, as always, buckle up, settle in, and let's get started. So nice to be podcasting to you this morning. It really is one of the highlights of my week. I can't believe that we are on episode eight. And episode seven, we had over two thousand listeners. So thank you very much. I'm I'm humbled um, and honored to have um, so many people that are tuning in to a podcast that when I started it was again, you know, my aspiration was to reach a couple of hundred people internally um, and uh, talk about innovation and talk about education um, and just to give me a forum to kind of geek out a little bit. Um, and, uh, and now to have such a wide listening audience uh, is terrific. So thank you again for spending time with me uh, and listening in. <clears throat> and I can't believe that it's mid-December. Um, I will continue to podcast through the holiday break. So Branksome Hall... Um, will be closed uh, for the uh, December break, starting uh, December 22nd. But I will continue to podcast each week. Um, And if you are able to tune in, that's terrific. If you are sort of out of your routine during that period of time, and you can get caught up in the new year. But I did want to let you know that I will be uh, uh, podcasting um, through the through the uh, the the break, um, just in case you wanted to uh, take along some interesting listening material, 
wherever you might be going if you've got some time off or even if it's just a staycation. Things tend to slow down, I find, at least here in Toronto, Canada, um, during the December break. And as we look towards segment one of the podcast, I said I'm going to be talking about some innovation, tech kind of nerdy gift ideas. Uh, you know, it is the holiday season. There are a variety of holidays uh, uh, that people celebrate. But even if you're not celebrating a holiday, it's always nice to have gift ideas for people's birthdays, and people's anniversaries, or even just to treat yourself to something. Now, these are going to be, like I said, kind of geeky, nerdy uh, gift ideas with a bit of a tech slash innovation spin to it. Um, and these are things uh, we're not sponsored in any way. Uh, nobody's given me any products to review. I'm going to just be talking about a few things that I actually uh, have used. Uh, and in some instances, I have actually gifted to others. And I thought I would just share a little bit of that here. The first thing I was going to hit on, um, which you may or may not have heard of before, is an online um, service called Masterclass. Now, you may have heard of this, uh, and if you have, um, you know, you can feel free to listen in on my perspective um, uh, of what Masterclass is. And if you haven't, um, you know, each of these items, I encourage you to, to check them out. This can be found at masterclass.com. So Masterclass, at its simplest, is really an, it's an ongoing, I say ongoing because it's, it's not... Uh, online classes, uh, you know, for a degree uh, or, you know, for high school students to earn credits or university students to be taking courses online. What this is, is a, it's a subscription platform where participants can access what I would say are more like either tutorials uh, or lectures that have been pre-recorded, but they've been recorded by experts, you know, masters, um, in their field. So let's unpack this a little bit. Sometimes these are, are, are tricky to do um, when you uh, are trying to describe something that, you know, it's, it's typically maybe better uh, seen visually. But let's kind of talk about it. So Masterclass, once you have signed up for this um, service, has all kinds of uh, areas of exploration, I would say where you are able to um, uh, look across a series of categories. Here are the types of categories that they have. Food, arts and entertainment, music, writing, sports and gaming, design and style, business, science and technology, home and lifestyle, community and government, and the last category is wellness. And what they do is they provide topics or courses within these category areas that are led by experts. So let's, let's just give a few examples. I have used this service for a number of years. I have gifted this service to people because I think it's, it's just so extraordinary. If we pick something, for instance, um, like science and technology, 
they have uh, all kinds of courses. I'll, I'll shout out some, some of the course names that they've got. For instance, mathematical thinking, science and problem solving, space exploration, conservation. And these are being taught by masters in their field. So for instance, space exploration is a seven hour and 47 minute master class that is taught by Chris Hadfield, the astronaut. Um, the conservation uh, course, for instance, in this category is taught, it's a five hour master class, and it's taught by Dr. Jane Goodall. And, and so it's really amazing to be able to um, tap into the wisdom of uh, these experts and masters in their field. If I take, for instance, the category of food, uh, there are a number of courses that are led by well-known chefs. So for instance, Gordon Ramsay has a number of masterclass um, um, modules that you can consume. Um, the, and there are many others. There's, uh, um, it's, a, it's a wide variety of types of chefs, for instance, for that particular um, uh, module. Uh, across a wide number of um, uh, cuisines or types of cuisines. And they even have, for instance, they've got one uh, led by Ron Finley on gardening. So it's not just how to cook, but broader in terms of food. Um, and in that case, the production of your own food. I have done a number of courses, uh, master classes in the area of writing, for instance. They're just so fascinating. I love to read uh, and I love to write conversation for another time. Um, so for instance, I have uh, done uh, a masterclass called The Art of Storytelling, uh, which was an almost five-hour masterclass that was delivered by Neil Gaiman. Uh, really terrific. I've also done a, a three-hour, three-hour and 43-minute masterclass on creative writing with Margaret Atwood. And so again, it's it's really extraordinary the type of experts that they bring to um, the table. Um, I think one of my favorite, uh, you know, having been an entrepreneur for many, many years, uh, steeped in uh, management consulting and strategy consulting prior to settling into education, um, there is so much great, rich content in the, um, uh, the business category that has appealed to me. So for instance, <coughs> excuse me, um, I've done um, uh, a masterclass that was uh, delivered by Bob Iger, who was uh, the CEO of Disney. He has now returned as the CEO of Disney. An absolutely fascinating look um, at the way he um, uh, leads within organizations. That masterclass uh, is titled Teaches Business Strategy and Leadership. And when you go into one of these master classes, let's use this one here with Bob Iger. It is a series of modules, uh, 13 in this uh, particular master class, with um, units uh, such as, you know, using your time effectively, focus strategy and priorities, uh, the art of negotiation, creating brand value, um, as an example. Um, and there often is uh, companionship material. Uh, that uh, can accompany the lessons. Um, these are typically PDF documents with either slides or 
um, um, uh, materials that uh, accompany the course that you're taking. So it is really, uh, like I said, quite an enjoyable service. Um, once you have uh, purchased the service, um, you're able to really watch it you know, on your phone, on your iPad, on a streaming device. Uh, it cuts across um, uh, platforms and uh, it's, it's very readily access- accessible. You can download um, uh, content. So if you want to watch it while you're on a flight, for instance, you know, you are uh, um, able to, to do that. And um, they continue to add uh, types of content and uh, speakers uh, to uh, the service. So it's something that um, continues to um, just improve um, over time. The cost of this uh, particular um, uh, service, there's different tiers that you can you can look at. If you're interested, there's an individual tier, um, which turns out to be about $20 a month. Uh, there is a, uh, a, a tier called the Duo tier, which is one account for two devices, or the Family tier, which is one account and six devices. That one is $30 uh, a month. And um, I encourage you to check it out. So that's Masterclass. Uh, second gift idea uh, technology that I absolutely love is my e-reader. Um, I use the Kindle. There are other great uh, e-readers that are out there as well. Uh, such as the Kobo, for instance. But we're going to focus a little bit on the Kindle. Um, I've used the Kindle for a long time. Um, And I throw it out there, you know, many of you may have already been using the Kindle app and maybe you read uh, books on your iPad. And I know I definitely do that sometimes as well. I have the iPad app installed. What I love about the Kindle device itself from Amazon, a couple of things. One, I do find it easier to read. Um, it's just easier on my eyes. Rather than looking at a, a lit up display, you are looking at, at e-ink technology, um, and which is really much more the experience of looking at a piece of paper, uh, like a printed book. So that's the first, the first uh, benefit for me. The second thing I like about uh, the Kindle um, is the battery life is extraordinary because it's not using uh, an LCD uh, or OLED uh, display. Um, the e-ink devices have a tremendous battery life. We're talking about weeks uh, of battery life. So you can charge it, you can use it, you don't have to worry about, you know, uh, it uh, discharging, uh, and then you've got to go and charge, you know, the same day, for instance. Um, And the third thing I really like about uh, the Kindle device, amongst many other small details that I like about it, but the third sort of major thing I like about it is for me, it is truly distraction-free reading, just like reading a book. You know, when I read a book, and I do love reading physical books, um, the Kindle doesn't have all those other things that the iPad, uh, for instance, or some other tablet uh, might have in terms of notifications and distractions and temptations. Um, There are ways to minimize that for sure, on uh, your mobile phone or your mobile tablet. And we'll talk about that maybe in a future episode, ways to manage notifications. But the Kindle is a really, it's a dedicated single purpose device, which is to uh, read uh, books. So 
that's an item that you could look at. Um, perhaps I'll do a future episode as well in terms of why do I even use a Kindle uh, rather than just reading paper books? For me, it's it's a twofold purpose. One, convenience. Uh, at times, I can take many, many books with me. Uh, it's a, li- a library of all my books at my fingertips. Quite often, I'll buy a physical book and I'll buy the digital copy as well. Um, and it fits into a knowledge management workflow um, uh, quite nicely. I have it integrated with some other apps that allows me to capture things from the books I'm reading by just highlighting them on my Kindle. Uh, and then these tools uh, aggregate and consolidate um, notes I've made and things that I've highlighted in a way that uh, fits my knowledge management process. So there are reasons why I use uh, ebooks themselves. And if you are an ebook user, but you haven't used a Kindle device, or you have someone in your life who is a book lover, um, take a look at the Kindle. It is uh, a single purpose device that is really well built um, and has stood the test of time. Speaking of single purpose devices, this next item that I wanted to introduce is using the same kind of e-ink technology as the uh, Kindle e-reader, but this is for taking notes. Um, It is, in a sense, a digital notebook, and it is called the Remarkable 2, and uh, the 2 is just the fact that it's a second version. The Remarkable 2 is really quite a remarkable experience for note-taking. Uh, And again, I do take notes on my iPad. There are some great applications like GoodNotes, for instance. But just like the e-reader, just like the Kindle, when I use my remarkable e-notebook, I get a couple of benefits that I just don't get on um, an iPad. First benefit is the writing experience itself on the Remarkable 2 is really beautiful. It feels like you're writing on a piece of paper. There's that just slightest little bit of friction. You know, when you're writing on a, an iPad screen with a stylus, it's, it's slippery. You're writing on glass. Um, and it doesn't feel natural like writing in a notebook. But when you use the Remarkable 2, the way the screen has been designed and the stylus, you've got that, that tactile experience like when you're writing in an actual notebook. So that's the first thing. The second thing, distraction-free. I am going to do a podcast here on the GarageCast in the new year on deep work. Um, And part of being able to do deep work is the minimizing of distractions. And the Remarkable 2, again, is a single-purpose device. It allows you to just focus on taking notes. There's no email, there's no pop-up alerts, uh, there's no way to just jump quickly into a web browser. Um, You are using this device and you are focused on taking notes. And so coupled with the beautiful writing experience, it's really a tremendous device. Again, some may say, why not just use a regular paper notebook? Of course, uh, and I do love to, to doodle ideas and scratch out ideas in physical notebooks. I've, I've got physical notebooks. What's nice about the Remarkable is it's an infinite notebook. 
um, and I can keep uh, multiple notebooks on this digital device um, and always have my notes with me. Um, these notes are completely searchable, so even though I'm writing by hand, um, it does uh, optical character recognition, OCR. And so if I want to search my notes for, I don't know, um, let's say I search my notes for Innovation Center, uh, it will bring up any note that I have handwritten that is on the device. It brings it up for me. Uh, and so that is something that's not easily done um, in a, a traditional paper-based uh, notebook. Great, great battery life as well, uh, because again, it is using the e-ink technology, uh, which is really energy efficient. Let's move away from devices and let's move into, I don't want to call it fashion, let's call it bags. Um, a really, really great company um, called Freytag, that's F-R-E-I-T-A-G, makes some of the most lovely backpacks, messenger bags, tote bags, and laptop bags. Um, and it is all from upcycled material. This is why I love this company. This is why I've included it here, because it is innovation. Uh, and that innovation, again, you know, the definition I use for innovation is disrupting the status quo. And in order to positively uh, bring about change in the area of sustainable design, um, this company is taking truck tarps. So think about when you see a truck on a highway carrying a large load of, I don't know, something, lumber, or steel, or machine parts, or, and they're covered in those big tarps. You know, we've all seen them out on highways and roadways. Well, what Freytag does is they take those uh, tarps and they upcycle them and turn them into the most beautiful and unique looking bags. Um, I have uh, a bag that is made of a, a truck tarp, a seat belt, and part of an inner tube. So it is a completely upcycled product. Um, and in my grade eight design class, you know, we have our unit that we're currently in is around upcycling products. How can designers think about taking a product that has one use, a tarp, for instance, has a use, and then giving that material, giving that product a second life without having to break it down through the recycling process, which takes energy and takes resources. How can we simply take those items and transform them and give them in a second life? Um, and so to me, that's innovation uh, happening with a very positive social impact. And so if you're looking for something quite lovely and quite unique, um, you might want to check out uh, Freytag as uh, a possible gift idea. I have two items left. Um, I am a big coffee drinker. Those that know me know me well. And I love my Ember mug. That's E-M-B-E-R. The Ember mug... Its motto is say goodbye to cold coffee. What this mug does is it is a uh, temperature controlled mug. Um, they have a technology that is built into um, um, 
the mug. They also have tumblers. Uh, they sort of look like water bottle type tumblers, but again, they're, they're travel mugs, I guess. Um, and they keep your coffee or your tea or I guess your hot chocolate um, at the perfect temperature. You, you set it um, and it keeps, um, it just sits on your desk um, and it keeps your uh, beverage um, nice and warm. There's a series of them. Um, the one I have is the uh, Ember Mug Squared. I think that little two just means uh, version two. I have a 10 ounce one. You can get them in 14 ounce uh, sizes. And again, it, uh, um, it simply s- keeps your beverage warm automatically. Um, and we're talking about, you know, um, keeping it warm for, um, um, it's got sort of a, like a charging coaster in a sense. Um, and uh, the built-in battery itself uh, in the unit that I have lasts uh, about an hour and a half. Um, um, uh, it takes about an hour and a half, I think, uh, um, um, to charge. Um, and then, uh, really, I if you're using the, the charging coaster, which I have, um, it uh, uh, will keep your, your beverage warm. Um, there's a companion app. It's a, it's a bit of a geeky way to... Um, always have a hot cup of coffee. Um, and you can find that at ember, E-E-M-B-E-R.com. Of course, I'll include all of these links uh, in the show notes for those of you that are internal. The last holiday, whatever occasion, gift idea, if you are a video gamer or if you have a video gamer in your life who uses the Steam platform. So the Steam platform is really an online store or distribution platform for games. Um, They have developed uh, a wonderful handheld gaming device called the Steam Deck. Uh, I have been using mine since late August and it is just so awesome. And the thing I love about this you know, Nintendo has their Switch, uh, which is a very lovely game, uh, handheld gaming unit as well. But if you already have invested in games uh, or the person that you're buying this for um, uh, has a library of games through Steam and you go off and you buy another product like a Nintendo Switch, you have to rebuy all those games. What the Steam Deck allows me to do is just tap into my game library that I play on my PC. Uh, But now I can tap into that library and play those games mobile. Um, And the progress uh, syncs in the cloud. So if I've been playing a particular game for a few hours on my PC... Then I, I don't know, travel somewhere and I'm, I'm in a hotel in the evening. Uh, I pull out my Steam Deck and um, the game picks up where I left off. Uh, and that is really lovely. It's, it's a, a nice large device. Uh, the battery life on this first generation version of it could be better. Um, depending on the game that you play, it kind of lasts about an hour and a half. I think I've pushed it to about two hours. But um, it's easy enough to continue to play games plugged in. Uh, I've taken it to the cottage with me. Uh, I've taken it with me uh, on a number of occasions. And sometimes I just even use it at home when I'm kind of casually gaming from, you know, a chair while I'm um, sort of lounging uh, about the house and I don't want to go and sort of sit down at my PC. So the Steam Deck, if you're looking for a gift idea either for yourself or for someone else who is a gamer in your life, there's another possible suggestion.
All right, let us take a brief little break, and then we'll move into a shorter segment number two in just a moment. Branksome Hall, an independent Ivy World School, and the Monk Debates, dedicated to promoting civil and substantive public debate, are pleased to announce resolved. The first online worldwide public speaking and debate competition on a universal theme, Resolved is open to all 13 to 18 year old students in secondary school who like to challenge conventional thinking. Our innovative online debate platform, DB8, makes it easy for students and judges from around the world to debate and connect on topics that challenge popular beliefs and encourage deep thinking. The goal is to present the most persuasive argument on the universal topic. Registration is now open for the public speaking phase of the inaugural competition. The topic of the competition is, we can appreciate art even if the artist is personally reprehensible. Students will have until January 16th, 2023 to prepare, deliver and upload their speech on this topic on the DB8 platform. The top 32 students advance to the online debate phase. From there, the top four students will be selected to take part in a final in-person, all-expenses-paid debate event in Toronto, Canada in May 2023. And now, back to our program. Welcome back. It's always nice to take a little break, and um, I was glad to play a little spot there for Resolve just dawned on me right this moment that it's December 16th. That means we are exactly one month away from closing that uh, registration. Um, So again, if you are a student um, and you want to um, participate in this uh, exciting online uh, competition uh, with the chance to um, come in person and uh, debate in Toronto, then you've got about a month to to do that. Shifting to segment number two or topic number two, I said at the top of the the podcast that we'd be looking at a unique online learning experience. Um, and I wanted to highlight this. It's kind of come back to my mind um, based on um, the fact that in the first segment, we talked about Masterclass, which is a unique kind of approach to doing kind of fun, uh, personal, professional development, so to speak. The founder, creator of Masterclass, um, created an online education um, service called Outlier. Uh, And this can be found at outlier.org. And where Masterclass has kind of, you know, got a, a, a broad um, uh, set of categories in terms of uh, professional development or personal uh, development or areas of personal interest, Outlier um, is really focused on um, academic uh, programs, um, sort of college level, U.S. college level um, programming. And I'm not highlighting this. Um, from the perspective of um, saying, hey, go out and do this. or I'm highlighting this uh, so we can talk about it from an educator's perspective and from an education perspective um, and the paradigm of education. This um, um, platform uh, and company um, 
is doing something really interesting. So first of all, let's just kind of talk about the courses that they have. So they have things like computer science, uh, intro to psychology, uh, a course called pre-calculus, a uh, course on intro to statistics, um, calculus one, um, and they continue to add uh, courses to uh, uh, to this. So for instance, um, intro to financial accounting, college writing, um, college algebra, uh, intro to business, intro to astronomy, intro to microeconomics. The types of things that you would uh, expect to find in uh, a college or post-secondary uh, education. What I like about what Outlier is doing, you know, we've, we've all experienced through the pandemic what online learning looks like, and it was not great um, for a number of reasons, especially, you know, K to 12 students. Um, it's a, it's, it goes way beyond just learning content, um, you know, and we know that. And there have always been uh, over the last number of years, uh, online courses. I, I'm doing a master's uh, in education, and I'm doing that through uh, an online uh, paradigm. What's neat about Outlier is if we take a particular course, um, let's take, let's just find something interesting here to click on, Intro to Sociology, for instance. When you... Um, subscribe or purchase uh, one of these courses. What you have is not a single professor. This course has uh, a number of instructors. Uh, and each of the instructors delivers the same content, but from their own perspective and using their own uh, modality, uh, so to speak. So, you know, I've done uh, one of these uh, courses. It was, uh, I was just curious to sort of see how the content was, so I did one on, on statistics. And one professor spent, you know, uh, time at a traditional blackboard um, and uh, unpacked uh, aspects of, uh, of stats, whereas another professor uh, in that course um, was covering the same content, but brought a different flavor and talked about storytelling with uh, statistics and with data. Uh, they used uh, a digital uh, kind of light board to deliver the content. And so you can pick and choose the approach in a sense. Uh, and you may want to look at multiple perspectives for the same lesson uh, or unit within the um, uh, the course that you're taking. And so what I like about this is it introduces some personalization uh, to the learner, you know, um, and it allows for multiple perspectives. Uh, you know, if you've got three professors, I think of our educators here who are all master teachers uh, and they're all teaching the same, um, um, you know, curriculum, but they all bring their own unique style, their own unique background and experiences. And of course, here, our students experience that when they're with the teacher. But wouldn't it be brilliant if a lesson, for instance, uh, that's being delivered by three different teachers here could be consumed 
you know, a student might say, yeah, I'm always using teacher A, that's my quote unquote teacher for this class. But I, for this particular lesson, would love to hear what teacher B um, uh, presented on this and delivered uh, through uh, their, their lecture. And so outliers is allowing you to tap into that. So that's, that's the first thing that I really like about um, uh, the service that they've built. The second, in terms of asynchronous content, is the production value is incredibly high. It's just the, the quality of it uh, in terms of how it's been shot, um, the way it's been edited together. So clearly the educators focus on delivering content and then they've got um, content creators, content editors, production people who pull that together in, in, in lessons that are compelling, they're well-produced, they're a real pleasure to consume, they're engaging because of the way they've put together. It's not just a screencast of somebody sharing a PowerPoint slide. It's really, really well done content. Um, and I think this is a key thing for students. You know, there's the ability for choice. Who do I want to um, um, hear give me this particular lesson? But there's also this, you know, kids today are exposed to so much information. You know, we talked in our last episode about um, the chatbot GPT, uh, chat GPT. Information is readily, readily available to students. That's easy for them to get. How do we engage them? And I would say that high production value um, asynchronous content allows for higher levels of engagement with students. And again, the outliers when you look at it is post-secondary material. Um, and of course, students at that you know, age and stage of their lives uh, learn differently. They have uh, different levels of self-regulation that have already developed. But I still think that this is a unique offering to look at and learn from for all educators and, and educational institutions to understand where um, technology is transforming the education uh, landscape and how our learners uh, will learn and engage with learning in the future. So I encourage you to check it out. There's some great sort of videos on their site. Um, it's thought-provoking. Um, uh, it's impressive. Uh, and again, you know, I think with the expertise that the founder built through uh, the delivery of a consumer product in Masterclass. They've taken learnings from that um, venture and started to apply it to traditional, in this instance, post-secondary education. And uh, it's interesting to see how that's developed. So encourage you to check that out, think about it, talk about it, uh, and, and see where that fits in your own landscape of education. Well, that brings us to another close on this week's Garage Cast. A special shout out to teachers everywhere who, as always, are doing superhuman efforts. Um, and as we uh, roll towards that 
December break, uh, at least here again uh, in North America. Um, uh, shout out to all educators uh, for the work that they've done and specifically, obviously, because I see them each and every day and work alongside all the great teachers here at Branksome Hall. Thank you for just the superhuman effort that you put into the uh, classroom experience and outside the classroom for, you know, really giving our students such a great student experience. So a shout out to all educators and a shout out to all the people that support the education process as well. Um, And I hope that uh, if you are getting a break, it's a restful and restorative break. A shout out as well to students everywhere. Um, You know, our Branksome students, but students everywhere because you too have worked hard over these last number of months. And I hope that the upcoming December break uh, for you, whether you're a K-12 student here at Branksome Hall or whether you're an alum, a student that is in college or university or taking a gap year or whatever kind of student you might be at this point in time. Uh, A special shout out to you and a thank you for joining me here. And as I said at the top of today's show, I was doing, it's like a personal little plug or a personal little shout out. I know that my wife, uh, Sophia, and my older daughter, uh, Alessia, are overseas. I mentioned in episode seven that my uh, older daughter um, was moving to Italy uh, to begin her PhD in a video game related field. If you haven't listened to episode seven, you can go back and hear that. But I know that they will be listening to this and uh, just a special shout out to uh, the both of you. And a special shout out to my younger daughter who is a Branksome graduate as well. Hello, Sienna. Looking forward to having you come home. And um, she's even volunteered to be a special alum guest on one of the podcasts that I record over the December break. So looking forward to that as well. And to all of you, all listeners of the GarageCast, thank you again for joining me and for giving me, you know, this half an hour, 40 minutes of your time to talk about innovation. As always, love hearing from the listening community, um, either through uh, emails directly to me, Uh, via my uh, Twitter. Uh, You can also find me these days on Mastodon, which is another Twitter-like social media platform. Um, Feel free to reach out uh, with feedback, things you'd like to um, see continue in the GarageCast, things that you might like uh, explored, uh, and things that you might like changed. I always like getting critical feedback as well. It only makes the show better. Until we chat again, everybody, have yourself a fabulous, fabulous day. Have a terrific upcoming weekend. I will be at a VEX robotics competition uh, this Saturday uh, with our robotics team here at Branksome Hall. So I'm looking forward to that. I wish you all very well. And until we connect again in next week's podcast, stay well, everybody. We'll chat again soon. Ciao.